1: We're back here on the second guest show. Mike, to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. We're in studio here at WWL. We're going to throw it to Ian Ozan to give us an update on the weather. Ian, uh, I sort of know that area pretty well, uh, a little north of Thibodeau, Chack Bay area, and uh, it was under a tornado warning. And so there's, there's some movement with that, and you trail that east. Um, Man, that has been an area that has been hit pretty hard o- over the last couple of years with really
0: some bad weather. It has, and there's some good news with that, Mike. The National Weather Service, just in that last commercial break, canceled the tornado warning. Apparently the conditions there have improved enough to where the National Weather Service said, we'll drop this warning. That storm dissipated a little bit, but still seeing some heavy rains there. The wind dying down to about 20 miles an hour, still gusting at 25 but still seeing some heavy rains, and that's going to push eastward towards New Orleans and then ultimately work its way towards the North Shore. And again, that's the first wave of storms we're going to see here today. Another line behind it pushing out of Texas into Louisiana right now will be hitting us later on tonight. Wind advisories still remain in effect for the bulk of southeastern Louisiana. Right now here in New Orleans, Mike, we're seeing winds at about 25 miles an hour out of the east, gusting as high as 45 miles an hour, and we're going to see that for the bulk of the night. But again, that tornado warning has been dropped.
1: Well, that's good news for for that area. I grew up uh, just a little bit south of there, so I know it really well, and it's been hit uh, fairly hard over the last um, couple years where we've seen tornadic activity in that area and just a little bit north of it, so good news there. But if you're on the highway, thank you so much, Ian, for the report. We really appreciate it. Um, if you're on the highway, be careful. Both hands on the wheel. Don't be texting. Now's not the time to do it. Uh, get home safely and and, and and just be careful on the highway when you're driving. We're going to go to our Oakland Hard Jewelers talking Text line. We're going to go to Longshoreman. Longshoreman, you're in the huddle with Bobby and
2: Mike. Hey, Bobby and Mike. How y'all doing, fellas? Y'all y'all staying safe this evening. I'm glad to hear that. We're trying.
3: We're trying. Yeah. What you got, Longshoreman?
2: Man, uh, uh, hey, Bobby, look uh, – Look, I, I like I like, like that first segment and uh, like to hear more positive stuff because, you know, there's a lot of negative uh, stuff kind of floating around about that last play of the game. And, yeah, you know, I'm kind of tired of hearing about it already myself. I want, want didn't want that to be what we'd be talking about because I'd like to be talking about this win over the Falcons and and what and I think that the Saints put on a hell of a, a performance. They controlled the line of scrimmage. They gave up a couple of those big splash plays. But At the beginning, that, yeah. I thought thought we uh, yeah yeah I thought I thought oh boy here we go you know we can't we got eight in the box we stop in the run but we can't we can't be letting these big old giant plays happen either but they uh they they got a grip on that you know and uh, thought that it, it it was a good win so I, I you know I don't know about you but I and, and I'm sure y'all heard a lot of this stuff and I, I will be interested to see uh, or hear what what uh, what Dennis Allen Dennis Allen has to say about that last play. I don't know what y'all's take is on
3: it. Well, I don't think he's going to say more than what he's already said. Uh, I just think it uh, disrespects the game uh, when you don't uh, kneel down. A victory, You don't get in victory formation and run a play. You run into victory <laughs> formation and you, 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 the game's over. You do the victory formation that's more humiliating to the opponent because you're telling them, uh, if we really wanted to score, we probably could score, uh, but we're not going to force the issue. The only thing I can tell you is that, um, I don't know, how you deal with players and uh, uh, authoritative uh, figure. <clears throat> if that was Sean Payton or if that was Nick Saban, if that was Coach Moore, that would never have happened. That just wouldn't happen. Uh, th- now, that's, to me, that's disrespecting the game and your coach. Uh, you look at the coach of fraternity. You could play both sides, and when you look at that, it's just not—it's just not right. Or we wanted to give uh, Jamal Williams a touchdown. How about Jamal Williams? How about he scored a touchdown when it counted? That's almost like garbage passing yards. We're gonna get a garbage touchdown at the end. Well, you led the NFL last year with 17. You're gonna accept uh, that—that one touchdown? Come on, no, you gotta kneel down, and you have to be respectful. Now, what's interesting? I think if Derek Carr was still in the game. Uh, this is what I would have did, uh, whether you like what I'm going to say or not. Derek Carr, whatever, you got skins on the wall, and, and you truly leading the team. And No, I'm the quarterback. This is what we're doing. We're kneeling down. I think Derek Carr would have said, uh, no, you don't go along to get along. You got to be an alpha dog. You got to be a leader. Not just you want people to like you. You got to respect the coach, respect authority. And that's why it's bogus. Oh, the whole team. Uh, the the whole team. What? Uh, uh, <laughs> If, if you're in battle, uh, so the whole team is going to go against the ultimate leader, the head coach or the quarterback? No, that's not winning football. You cannot do that. So at that point, I think if Derek Carr is in the game, he's in the huddle. He says, uh, uh, we're doing victory formation, and I'm just going to kneel on the ball. And you can pout and do all that, uh, but that's just uh, the way it is. I mean, it, it's just, it, it, to me, I don't know whether you think I'm old school whatever, I'm just going into the history of the game, Vince Lombardi. I can name a bunch of people, Belichick, whoever. and you know, Oh, the game has passed everybody by. Yeah, it's passed ball by. All I know is who's the winningest coaches. And uh, whether you like Sean Payton, you don't like him, uh, Bill Parcells, you can go on and on. Uh, that would not have happened. You know, all of a sudden says, uh, no, this is the right thing to do, but we're not doing it. We could do what we want. What? You're playing a team sport. You're not a golfer or a tennis player where you could do what the hell you want because that's an individual sport. No. I, I, I think, listen, and Jameis Winston's been the utmost team player. Well, hell yeah, he should be the utmost uh, team player. They're paying him freaking $20 million. He could be an unbelievable cheerleader. Uh, look, you might say, well, uh, Derek Carr stealing money. Well, uh, Jameis Winston. How was Jameis Winston contributed to help the Saints and to be earning $20 million? So why would you go against authority and the coach? You know what's going to happen? Uh, Jameis Winston, all these other organizations, they're going to know what Jameis Winston did, and all these other organizations are going to say, damn, I, I, you know, owners, coaches. Gonna... That
1: first phone call to Dennis Allen.
3: man. So I another
1: coach is going to make.
3: Man, I, I, I man, I don't want Jameis Winston on this team. Bye-bye. If he's going to override the head coach. I'm telling you, 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 you have to – The whole, it's not military, not chain of command, but it really is. If you truly respect authority, and I don't think Jameis Winston about doing that, you gotta—you got to tell the players, no, this is the right thing to do. Now he he could say, well, uh, no, let Derek Carr finish the game. I don't want to go in the game. No, I've seen that happen before. Then Derek Carr can go kneel down.
1: Bob, late in the game, I remember 2018, Sean Payton throwing the football over and over and over downfield going after Malcolm Jenkins. They won the game forty-eight to seven. In the locker room afterwards, they asked Drew Brees about. It. He said, "I've just called a play that was sent to me. That was the coach, right? Okay." And, and Coach Payton was like, "Yeah, I will call the play. We we playing the game. We putting points on the board, okay?" Malcolm didn't take that literally. You know why? He resigned back with the Saints. Well,
3: but, but it's yeah, a business. No, but you have to look at the circumstance. Exactly, uh, wasn't in uh, that formation. Yeah, when you are in victory formation, you kneel down. Somebody get hurt, you're not really coming off the ball. Now, if you wanted to run a play, then don't get in victory formation. Then the demons might be aware. Man, they, they, I, I think they're going to try and score. But you can't I got run. no
1: issue in scoring. No. But it's how it was done.
3: You can't run a play in victory formation. You got to kneel down. That, yeah. That's, I mean, that's an unwritten, unwritten rule uh, throughout the NFL. It just is. I mean, whether you respect that or not, it's just the way it is.
1: Yeah, I was talking to Tommy. This man just goes back. I was a kid, 1973. I was in the South end zone. My dad, I had bought tickets uh, for that year. <laughs> I don't know why, in 73. We watched Atlanta beat the Saints 62 7. Late in the game, they trying to score again, They're just trying to pour it what, on like a hail mary or something. No, or something? in essence, they were getting chunk plays, uh, 15, 20 yards, calling time out to try to score. Uh, late, but in it game. wasn't
3: the last. But play it wasn't in the, the last play. No, like uh, Tyron Matthew intercepted the ball. Uh, you thought maybe it was, good score, yeah, thought he was gonna score. Yeah, I thought he was gonna score. Offensive line <laughs> caught him, and then it just shows you maybe uh, uh, you know Honey Badger's a little getting long in the tooth, <laughs> a little older. Uh, but no. When the game's well in hand, I'm telling you, it's more humiliating without actually by, – by just kneeling down. Oh, we could score if we want, but we're not going to score.
1: Okay, the Dolphins scored 70 points on Sean Payton and the Broncos. 70.
3: Right? And, uh, so I, I'd have to look back what occurred at the end of the game. If they try and to – They could uh, have.
1: They uh, could have scored again.
3: I, I think they probably kneeled down. <laughs> they, they no, just it, it, it it it's just what's happened through the history of the game – and all I know the coach of fraternity. And you might say, well, I'm not in a coach of fraternity. I'm a fan. Okay, but, uh, and uh, I get that point. Uh, I, yeah, I understand. But, 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 but uh, the whole thing, uh, to me, it's respect for the game and what occurred right then. Because the Saints are kicking the Falcons' ass. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, 41. So what's the difference 41-48? I'm telling you, it's just that visual that, uh, okay, uh, we can score if we want to, but we're not, we're just going to kneel down.
1: Baba, uh, and you talk about players play to the end, and I was telling you the story I deal with. I've dealt with two offensive linemen. Um, people involved with them called me about where they should go train in the offseason getting ready for the NFL draft, uh, in the 23 draft and the 21 draft. Two guys, offensive linemen, told me that they got injured in a victory formation because a defensive lineman comes off the snap and he wants it on film. Man, I'm a hustler to the end. He said, we, we were, one of them, they were ahead by 17. The other one was like 23. And his defensive lineman comes in and sort of knocks the legs out from under him. And they get injured, both of them, on that particular play. And people said, well, it puts the defensive players at risk. Puts you all at risk. And that def- if so, if only one got to do it. Only one. And so it's just not about, oh, safety, I got one guy. Oh, uh, and it puts the defensive players at risk. No, the de- got one defensive player, two defensive players put the offensive guy at risk. You got to be careful when you're out on that field.
3: Well, uh, uh, when you're doing a victory formation, though, and it's not the formality of just ending the game. That's right. And, and, and you're going to come off, uh, I can tell you what, that defensive player that did that, uh he might get cut in the future What I mean by cut chop block or whatever they go look at this son of a gun uh he, he knows that with nobody trying to score we're just trying to end the game and when you do th- when uh, that's a dirty play when you're doing victory formation and you're overly aggressive defensively or offensively that's that, that's Bush league uh, that, that no it's I got of respect you just go through the motions and you kneel down the game's over because football is very violent it's a violent sport. You're coming off the ball. That's not the time. How about you be violent way before the, uh, when that occurred, to have an impact on the game when it truly matters, and not uh, when the game play like a victory formation? Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: all for scoring against Atlanta and put as many points as yeah, them as possible, that. but my thing is it's just the way it looked if at If
3: Atlanta would have did that to the Saints, that's Bush League. I don't care, uh, whoever whoever you think's the best of the best. Uh, if you think like uh, uh, the Ravens would do that against the Browns or the 49ers, would do that against the Seahawks, whatever, or vice versa. Uh, no, the game's over. That's not the time to score. How about you score when it's meaningful and uh, everyone's trying? Come on. No, no, it's like, oh, we want to give him a touchdown. How about, how about that, Jamal Williams? How about you score when it counts? How about you uh, average more than 1.9 yards a carry, 14 carries, 26 yards? Oh, well, he's doing the dirty work. You know, he might have played the fullback position and he's blocking. Well, hell yeah, as so a running back, you got to block two. And a couple of times in pass protection, he was the weak link in pass protection. He so got what,
1: beat numerous times in pass yeah, yeah. protection. Yeah,
3: so, so what? We supposed to like throw him a bone? It's, it's not like he's not getting paid. He came from Detroit. What we gave him over 4 or $5 million? Oh, so we got to give him a touchdown? Garbage. Uh, that That's garbage. Oh, it's all the feel good. Uh, let me go to Comic Con and, and dress like Pokemon. Well, I, uh, I, I don't uh, you, mind that. No, no, th- no, no, no. no. You, you can dress like Pokemon, but how about you kick ass and get double digit rushing touchdowns in the season? We really
0: need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.